Welcome to the second series of the Musa Stories podcast, delivering short but engaging midrashim designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children. This podcast is dedicated to the Bar Mitzvah of Binyamin Silberg, a young tzaddik in Tamachochom and Yore Shamayim in Johannesburg, South Africa. Medrash morsels for Parshas Bahar. Here we go, kids. Another single Parsha. We get to split up Bahar and Bukhukoisai into two to relish just Parshas Bahar. Next week, we'll have a whole week for Parshas Bukhukoisai by itself. Now there's a Pasuk in Mishle that says, Nevohol Lahoin Ishra Ayin. A stingy man who is in a frenzy for riches. He wants wealth. And he doesn't chap that he's going to be losing. He's looking for trouble. If he would only know what lies in the future for him, because he's being stingy and he's running after wealth. He needs riches. He feels like he's going crazy without riches. He needs wealth. The Medrash gives many examples. One of them starts like this. Why did Cain kill Hevel? The Torah says one reason, but there was another reason also. Cain was Nivhol Lahoin. He was in a frenzy to own the entire world. It bothered Cain that when Adam, their father, dies, Cain will have to split the world with his brother. Cain was stingy, and Ish Ra Ayin, he didn't want to share. If he would have only known that he was headed for trouble, yes, he had the riches now. The whole world belonged to him. But he couldn't enjoy it. Hashem gave him a curse that Cain couldn't stay still. Hashem put it in his brain never to feel settled, always moving around. He didn't know that he's going to be losing. Here's another example. Who was the owner of the Morasamach Pela before Avraham bought it? Who did Avraham buy it from? Come on. A man named Ephroin. Ephroin is spelled Ayin Pei Resh Vav Nun. Ephroin. When Sarah Imenu died, Avraham went to Ephroin and said, Are you willing to sell the field of the Machpelah with the cave that's inside it? I need it to bury my wife. Now Ephron knew that Avraham was rich and said, Okay, let's see the money. Four hundred bucks. You could afford it. So Avraham began to pile up big, beautiful silver coins. Ephron saw them. Whoa! He started going wild in a frenzy for riches. Ha <laughs> ha! Like his tongue was hanging out of his mouth and drooling. Ephron was nevahol lahoin. Avraham paid him what he wanted. Four hundred large-size, extra-valuable silver coins. Each coin 100 times the value of regular coins, of regular shekels. Over la socher. But Ephron didn't know that he was headed for trouble. He ended up losing a letter from his name. Go look. Many times it says Ephron's name before he sells the Amora Samach Pela with all five of his letters intact. But just after he takes the money, the Torah takes out a letter from his name. Spells his name missing the Vav. Ephroin. Ayin Pei Resh Nun. It should have been spelled Ayin Pei Resh Vav Nun. Do you know how terrible it is to have your name written in the Torah 
and Hashem told Moshe to spell it without the Vav, everyone sees that Ephron is a loser. The Torah is the most famous book in world history. No other book has ever been read nearly the times that people have read the Torah. And there it is for all to see. Ephron's name is spelled without the Vav after he took that money. Losing was coming to him. He didn't hop. One more example of Nevahol Lahoin, somebody that's frenzy for riches. He's going wild because he wants money. That's someone who lends money to a fellow Jew with ribis. You know, kids, the Torah wants us to love doing chesed. But there is a one specific kindness that the Torah writes about. The Torah commands us, lend your friend money for free. Meaning, he'll borrow $100, he'll pay you back $100. That's called a gamach. And it's a separate mitzvah in the Torah to lend money for free. But to lend money and charge for it? That mitzvah now becomes an avera, meaning he'll borrow $100 and pay back $101. That's more than he borrowed. That extra dollar is called ribis. It's usr. Even if they both agree to it, it's usr. But people do it because they are They are in a frenzy to get rich. So they charge ribis. People that lend money with ribis don't hop that they are headed for big-time loss. Lo yeda ki The Medrash says that that extra ribis dollar comes back to the lender carrying an infection. Not a body infection, a money infection. The ribis spreads a disease in the lender's bank account, and the money gets spent, gets stolen, the money gets ruined and lost. Abdurraba kids, if a person gives away his money to tzedakah, a blessing comes into his bank account. It's like you replace that money with vitamins, like monetary vitamins and boosters and strength boosters to your to your money and wealth. And it's the best way to save your money. The Gemara says, Melach momoin choser. If you want to save your money from going lost, give away some of it to good causes. 10%, 20%, but kids... Never be stingy thinking about how you won't have enough for yourself. And never ever be greedy and in a frenzy for riches. You can only lose. Stay calm. Be fair. Give generously. Let the other guy have a good deal if you sell something. And trust Hashem. You'll get a bracha in your life guaranteed. Here at MusaStories.com, we are continuing our animation project. Please go to the website MusaStories.com, listen to a story or two, make a little donation, and help spread Musa around the world.